Well, hello. Welcome to Havila's Podcast. I'm Havila Cunnington, and it is a brand new year. Welcome to 2024. It's going to be a good year. Like wherever you are, I want you to declare it, whether you're in your car or on a walk, just say it out loud with me. It's going to be a good year. And it will be, I promise. There's going to be transformation. There's going to be healing. There's going to be breakthrough because God is alive and powerful and ready to intercept in our lives and to make himself known. So if you've gotten caught in the loop of wondering if it's all going to work out, I want you to know it is all going to work out. It's going to work out because we are on the winning side. God has a plan and he will not let us down. He will not let us down. And whether we have rain, whether we have sunshine, the truth is we are never alone. He does not let us down because his presence is with us, is with me, he's with you. So take a deep breath, my friends. This is a year of transformation. Now, I don't know how you rolled into 2024, but for me, I am ready to, well, I'm ready to transform. I'm ready to like go for it. And I had this kind of prophetic picture the Lord had given me in the beginning of the week. And he, it was like this picture of a purse, my purse. And I saw myself just take the entire purse and dump it out, just like dump the whole thing out. And usually the way I have cleaned my purse is I take something out, look at it, evaluate it, throw it back in or check it. But I felt the Lord say, you're never going to get it right unless you dump the whole thing out and you actually see what you have. And then you're able to see what you need. And so this whole month for me in January is really about dumping everything out. My schedule, my eating habits, my exercise, my relationships, my marriage, my parenting. It's like dump it out, see what I got, and then keep what works, get rid of what doesn't, and add in some things that are deficit. So that sounds really easy and really like no big deal, but it's one of those things that, to be honest, gets initiated in me, not because it's exciting to organize, but because of pain. Do you know what I mean? Where I get caught in this, it's time to clean out things. It's time to not repeat patterns. It's time to reevaluate. And where am I showing up in scarcity? And where am I showing up like a daughter? And where am I showing up like a leader? And where am I showing up like a victim? And those are really critical things I have to really be clear on. And because it's slippery, being a victim is slippery. It, you know, all of a sudden you're a victim, you're parenting, you're a victim in your marriage, you're a victim in your finances, you're a victim to getting older, you're a victim to your family or whatever it is. And the truth is I have to find my power. Where, where What happened? I'm a powerful person. I have a powerful God. I'm a leader. I've done a, a lot of work internally, mentally, spiritually to build this, this physique, if you will, like this, this powerful person. And so I just have to remind myself, like, wake up. I just tend to sometimes be like Samson, who is just lulled to sleep by the culture and lulled to sleep by the things that are around me. And I forget that I have the strength to take down the enemy and to actually live a powerful life. And so if you're like me, I just want to remind us together, we can do this. We can rise up. We can be Samson in this season and be reminded of the strength that we all hold and possess. It's going to be a good year. It's going to be a good year. Don't let the enemy label your year. It hasn't even happened yet. You begin to declare and begin to speak out and prophesy that this is the year of breakthrough. 
Well, I don't know if you've been hanging out with me for very long. This might be your first ever episode. I'm really glad you're here. I'm Havla Cunnington. For those of you that are jumping in for a brand new year, I live in Northern California. I have four young sons. I should say two teens and two tweens. I'm happily married to my best friend of 18 years. I always say I've been married for 18 years, happily married for 15. (laughs) And uh, we live on some land. We've got two dogs, a cat for the mice and a fish that's hanging on. And we live a very full life. Um, It's not perfect. It's not everything that I, oh gosh, I wish it was this and I wish it was that, of course. But do I, am I blessed? Yes. And on the times that I get to go out, I, I travel and I get to speak around the world and I write books. And one of the things I've done for the past 10 years is I've written a Bible study every January and I've invited the global, our global community to join me to sit at my table as I walk through the first 15 days of the, the month. Now, I should say 15. I really have to clarify that because back in the day, we used to do 25 days. And we saw people just drop off at the like 15-day mark. And then we did the 15-day and we saw people drop off at the 10-day. And we just realized that for a lot of people, it's just they would rather leave on a high than leave like they flaked out or they didn't finish. And we wanted everyone to go, we did it. We did it together. And so last year we did our study on um, I Dream Big. And this year I actually didn't write a Bible study. I wrote a full book called Created to Hear God. Yes, it is out. It is published. That baby has been born. Thank God. I felt like an elephant. I was pregnant for five years and the baby is out. And in fact, it's in your Barnes and Noble. It's in Amazon. The book is out. It's, It's really doing well. People are grabbing it. They're buying it. And you know what's really taking off is the Audible because I've never recorded my book by myself. I've Last time we did it, the publisher kind of slipped it in at the last minute and I was in my travel season and I wasn't able to pull it off. And so we had to get somebody else to read the book. So this is the first book ever that I've read with my own voice and I really like it. It's it's definitely my strength. I think I'm, I'm, I'm an okay writer. You know, I don't, I don't write because... Oh, writing's been my passion my whole life, and I've always wanted to be an author. No, I write because I want what's in my heart to get out into the world, and that's another avenue to do that. But I would say speaking and or like communicating is probably at the top of my gifts and strengths. So it was really cool to see that happen. So if you have Audible, you can go grab it today. Um, it's also on Kindle, and um, yeah, I'm just really excited. So the reason I'm talking about that is because if you've been with us, you know that we've already started our book study. We started January 1st and we are a couple days in. What does that mean, Havala? Do I have to have a book? No, you do not have to have a book. You simply have to join us by signing up. There's a link in the show notes of this. You can go to havelacunnington.com. You can go to treatthetable.com. You can go to my socials and you just join us by, by signing up your email and then you get an email every morning and it takes you to our video. And I sit in like every morning with you for about 10 to 15 minutes. And I just teach one of the points from the book um, to kind of get us uh, to a place of understanding how God speaks to us. So if you haven't done it, don't worry, you can jump in. It would literally take probably 45 minutes to even catch up. And the cool part is if you're listening to this podcast, I'm already catching you up because we're going to jump into the first day of the study. Yes, it happened on January 1st, 
but I know a lot of you don't know what I'm talking about and aren't sure if that's what you want to do. So I thought I'd give you a little taste test to see if this resonates. And if it does, cool part is you've already done day one and you can go catch up with a couple days and then join us every single morning with Created to Hear God. Okay, that's it. Pop on those walking shoes, grab your cup of coffee, take a deep breath because we're going to jump into our first day of Created to Hear God. Hey, it's Havala. Okay, I want to talk to you about something that could change your life. I mean, seriously, we're talking about turning your dream of writing a book into a reality. Welcome to Havala's Author School, where your journey to becoming a published author starts now. Are you tired of just thinking about writing that book that you've always wanted to write? It's time to stop dreaming and start doing. I mean, imagine stepping into your own story creating a narrative that could leave an indelible mark on the world. At Havel's Author School, we've got a game-changing strategy just for you. It's a 16-week program that's designed to help you write and finish your book, just like the writer you love in one of your favorite books. This is your chance to embark on a transformational journey where you'll uncover that inner author and you'll conquer your self-doubt, and you'll emerge as the writer you were born to be. So our mentors and author coaches will be by your side, step-by-step. They'll help you craft your story, breathe life into your ideas, and overcome those annoying obstacles like writer's block. With their wisdom, you'll blaze a trail towards becoming a literary legend. So here's the kicker. After 16 weeks of hard work and determination, you'll be holding your very own manuscript in your hands. Can you believe it? You'll have accomplished what you once thought was impossible, and your story will inspire others to start their own courageous journey. But remember, life's too short to keep putting your dreams on hold. At my author school, Havel's Author School, we are now accepting applications for our next class, and we are very close to closing the doors, but we want you to join us. We still have room. So don't let your story go untold. I'm asking you to join us and discover the writer within you. And let's get that book written in 16 weeks. So head over to our website right now at havelasauthorschool.com and submit your application. Now, for those of you that are, have already filled out an application, yes, that's you. Your next step is to join us for our very last information call. So check your email. You'll be seeing that information in your inbox and you do not want to miss the information call. Listen, this is your moment. This is your destiny. Let's get that book written. At my school, Havla's Author School, it's where writers become authors and dreams become realities. Apply today and let's make your writing journey the adventure of a lifetime. Are you in the middle of trying to get an answer for a question that you've been sitting on? Or are you looking for a solution for something that you just don't know how to fix? Well, welcome to being human. Welcome to being in the world that we live in. And I'm sure because of that, it's why you tuned in to today. Because I think all of us are wondering if there is a solution or an answer, 
maybe God has that. And maybe he could give me that so I could live a little bit of an easier existence and maybe get that solution or that answer that I've been looking for. Now, I want to welcome you to 10 days of this Created to Hear God devotional. It's a devotional out of my brand new book called Created to Hear God, Four Unique and Proven Ways to confidently discern his voice. Now, unlike all of our other annual studies, we usually go chapter by chapter, but this time we're just gonna take some, well, moments every day and really talk out of the book and do a devotional. So some of this is gonna be, we're touching on an idea, but the entire idea and all the content is within the book. So I recommend that you grab the book. You can get it on Kindle, you can get it on Amazon. And the coolest part is you can actually listen to the whole book on Audible, which is amazing. And so we're gonna start out, this is how we do it. I recommend you grab your Bible, a cup of coffee, and spend about seven, 10 minutes every morning with me for the next 10 days. And we're going to answer the question, how does God speak and how am I created to hear him? So first things first, I recommend that you turn your Bible to John 10, the book of John chapter 10, and I'm gonna read a few things out of this chapter. Now, I think it's important that we answer the question first and foremost, which is, does God speak to us? Like, does he actually communicate with us? I mean, I don't know about you, but I know in my lifetime, I've met a lot of people that have said, God said this to me, or that's when I had a divine encounter, or that's when I knew it was the right thing. And that sometimes has caused me to feel envious of their clarity. But I think deeper when I'm more in my healthy place, I start to think, man, I would love to have that direct line to the divine. I would love to know what he's saying. And that's what we're here to do. I wanna unpack that for you. Not in this kind of theological, although it will be like idea. I actually wanna give you practical ways to engage with your creator and to know I'm actually hearing him speak to me. And uh, I hope that we level the playing field on how to hear God throughout this study. So I wanna read in John chapter 10, and I put it in the book, but John 10, three through five says this, the man who guards the gate opens the gate for the shepherd and the sheep listen to the voice of the shepherd. He calls his own sheep using their names and leads them out. He brings out all of his sheep. Then he goes on ahead of them and leads them. The sheep follow him because they know his voice, but sheep will never follow someone they don't know. They will run away from him because they don't know his voice. Now, if you study sheep and shepherds, you'll find that sheep are not prone to know their shepherd because of how he looks or the clothing that he wears. They're used to following their shepherd by the sound of their shepherd's call. If you pop down a little further in that chapter, you'll find that in verse 27, it says, my own sheep will hear my voice I know each one and they follow me. So this is, well, God says he's our shepherd, right? Psalms says that the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. That's part of who we are and that's our identity is that we're his sheep and he's our shepherd. And this is the words of Jesus. Jesus is saying this on earth, fully God, fully man. He says, listen, my sheep know my voice. They hear me and they follow me and they know who I am. That's what it, it looks like to be a follower of him. That's what it looks like to know him and to be and to hear him. So the first question I want to ask you is, 
Do you find distinguishing between your thoughts, the enemy's influence, and God's voice challenging? Is it hard to know which one is which? Good. I understand that. All of us are faced with that idea. Who is it? Who's talking to me? So the first thing I want to do is identify how do those voices sound in our lives so we can be clear and we can be powerful to recognize it. So let me give you some, t- some ideas. Uh, when it's God's voice, it's very clear. In fact, his voice is a voice of peace and assurance. God's voice brings us peace in the storm and he brings us assurance that he's with us. In fact, John 14, 27, Jesus says, peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. Another way that we know it's God's voice is that it aligns with scripture. This is important because a lot of times we go, well, what is God saying? Well, actually he wrote a whole book and it's not his ideas or somebody else's ideas about him, but he is within those pages and he, his whole character, his nature and his, well, his Godhead is in there. And so we know that God does not, he doesn't lie and he's not confused. So we know if it's the voice of God, when it aligns with scripture, when it's, it's the exact thing he said over here is what he's saying over here. And we know that's really who he is. The third way that we know it's God's voice is that there's wisdom and understanding in it. There's this clarity. It's smarter than we are. It's, it's got this wisdom that's deeper and richer than maybe we would have perceived as a, the right thing or even has this, this depth to what we hear that was not natural for us. And we find in Proverbs 2, 6, it says, the Lord gives wisdom from his mouth comes knowledge and understanding. So we know if it's God, well, it's going to bring peace, assurance, wisdom, understanding, and it's going to align with scripture. How do we know if it's the enemy's voice? Well, there's a few ways we know. First, his voice is linked to deception. The enemy's voice is often deceptive. I mean, think about John 8, 44. Jesus describes the devil as the father of lies. When he lies, he speaks his native tongue for he is a liar and he is the father of lies. How do we know if he's lying? Because it contradicts what he has already said. So if we don't know what God says, then we don't know if he's lying. And so we often don't know what, there's a lot of confusion. But when you know the truth, When there's a lie that's spoken, you immediately go, that's not true. When we start to hear things like we are unloved, we are unworthy, we have to kind of wrestle for our worth, Um, we've, you know, nothing's going to work out, it's catastrophic. Now we know, oh wait, that's not the voice of God. That's the voice of the enemy trying to keep me in anxiety, fear, shame, and all those things. The second thing we find is that the enemy's voice is a voice of temptation, Yeah, it tempts us because he wants us to betray the will of God. He wants us to go either past what God has said or to ignore what God has said. And we find this, that the enemy is not, well, he'll try that tactic with anybody. And with Jesus in the book of Luke, he came and he tried to distort what God had told in scripture, the world and what he had said. And he told Jesus, well, that wasn't really true. And yet he was lying and Jesus knew it because he knew the word, which is what keeps us safe. And lastly, the voice of the enemy, it's accusational. 
It comes to accuse you of everything you've ever done wrong, of every motive and every ill intent. It comes to accuse you that you are broken, you are weak, you are uh, not worthy. And so it's very important uh, that we understand this. In fact, it says in Revelations 12, 10, it talks about us and he talks about the enemy, Satan. And it says this, for the accuser of our brothers and sisters who accuses them before God day and night has been hurled down. This is, this is important. It means that your enemy, our enemy, my enemy, is literally standing before God, accusing us of everything wrong, of every reason why we don't deserve grace, why we don't deserve forgiveness, why we don't deserve to be with God forever. And so if you feel accused or you have a spirit of accusation following you, or the voice, it sounds like God, but it's accusing you, it's the enemy. It is not God. And then how do we know if it's our own voice? Because we talked about God's voice, peace and assurance. We talk about the enemy, accusation. How do we know if it's our voice? Well, here's, a, here's some clear things. We often, our voice sounds rational and logical. It sounds like it represents our own thoughts, our own reasoning, our own emotions. And it just tends to kind of, well, be the thing that we would automatically know. And so just recognize that, that sometimes our logical, rational way of doing life is just our own thoughts. It doesn't mean it's God and doesn't mean it's the enemy. Secondly, it's usually based on our knowledge and experience. So it never puts us in a forward place of faith and hope and where we're going. It usually takes our past and it gives us, it kind of regurgitates what's happened in the past and why this might be the right thing. But that's just our own thoughts. That's not what God might be saying to us. Sometimes it has a bunch of emotions mixed with it. Um, and sometimes it even, well, it's just our self-talk. It's that inner voice that has talked to us for as long as we can imagine and think about it. And we sometimes have thought it was the enemy or it was God, but really it's just us. It's how we talk to ourselves. So why is that important? Because when the voice that we're hearing is just logical, rational, it, it's all about experience that we've had based on the knowledge that we've had. It's got a bunch of emotions going here and there, and it's kind of tormenting us. Or maybe it's even just self-talk where we're just typically talking to ourselves in the same voice, in the same tone then it's usually just our voice. And that's okay. It's okay to have self-talk. It's okay to have a voice in your own. We want you thinking and using your brain and, and using that verbiage. But when it comes to hearing God's voice, it's probably not gonna be coming through that narrative. It's gonna come through a different reality. And that's what we're gonna talk about. So how do we grow in this today? I just wanna remind you of a few things. First thing is, is that God speaks to his people. You are his sheep, which means he's gonna speak to you. And you don't have to be a graduate. Uh, you don't have to be an adult. You don't have to be uh, a pastor or a leader. He wants to speak to you because you're his kid, because you are a son and a daughter of God. And we also have to know that there are three voices coming at us. And so tomorrow we're gonna identify better ways to hear the voice of God, to acknowledge those three voices and to empower ourselves to actually hear God's voice maybe for the first time and continually. All right, you guys, I'll see you tomorrow. All right, my podcast friends, there you have it, day one. You know, I hope you heard that phrase. If you haven't heard it or you didn't read it, I wanna say it again. Everyone deserves to hear God's voice. You deserve to hear your creator's voice. And why not figure out what he's saying before you figure out what the world is saying about you or your mom or your husband or your kids or your boss? 
why don't you find out what he's saying to you? Because it's the best way to set your year up. All right. That's it for now. I hope you enjoyed it. Really, what's like, what's the call to action today? It's simply this, subscribe to the podcast. I know it sounds like, why? Because that allows you to know when a new episode comes up and we're gonna drop a couple more conversations around hearing God's voice this month. So press that subscribe button. You can leave us a review. I read every single one of them. And um, if nothing else, welcome to 2024. I'll see you next week.